Hello and welcome to Cody and Corbin have a podcast, the show where two former roommates and they talk were about a roommates. new movie every week. This week on the show, we're talking about The Wrong Missy. Your Miss Wright was Miss Marilyn. You gotta bring her to Hawaii, dude. You can't bring her on a corporate retreat. It's no brainer. Text her now. She said yes! Aloha, motherfucker, I told you! Yes! I've got this girl meeting me here, and she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Missy, what are you doing here? That text from you was wonderful. I screwed up so huge. Remember that crazy blind date I had? Nothing you could ever do would disappoint me. I love you. This one time I thought I was texting my dream girl. <laughs> I was texting that crazy girl. To the best weekend ever. <sighs> I'm your host, Corbin's Vocal. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, the wrong Cody, Cody Webb. Cody, how are you doing today? Doing great, man. You know, another great intro. Just, uh, just a great one. But uh, yeah, super excited to be here. Um, you know, we got a great movie this week to talk about, I think. And, uh, you know, great guest as well. So super jacked. And, and I think it's gonna be a fun one. We do have a guest. Uh, season three, the first time we've had a guest where they're actually talking about a movie. So uh, this is pretty exciting. Cody, why don't you tell us about him? Yeah, you know, I don't have a ton of guests on, but um, this would be my guest pick, I guess I would say. Actually, of, I do. Have, one, of, I do. one of three friends. <laughs> False. Uh, I do have a couple more of my friends who are like, hey, put me on the pod. So there you go. I have friends, I guess, you know. But um, no, this is a great guest. Uh, obviously, you've seen it in the title. Miss Emmy McLaughlin, one of my good friends here. And um, I think one of our just OG fans, uh, we were talking about this before, but after our first pod, I believe Emmy was one of the ones to reach out and be like, yeah, it's great said, stuff. So, have me on right away. <laughs> yeah. So she, we she's, she's been on the list for a while. She's finally here. Emmy, welcome to the pod. Thank you guys. I'm really excited to be here. I've been a fan since the first episode. You guys talked about Gone Girl and I loved it. I've been a fan ever since. So I'm excited. Awesome. Well, we're glad to have you. As always, the guest gets to choose the movie. So tell us, why did you want to talk about the wrong Missy? Why? 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 So this might be an unpopular opinion, but I am a huge fan of all Adam Sandler movies. Yes. <laughs> most people are either like me and they love them or they absolutely hate them. And they think they're stupid. But if you know me and you know my sense of humor, I think they're hilarious. And I really wanted to talk about grownups, but you guys have already done an episode on grownups. So it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. And then I wanted to do something that was kind of like maybe some people haven't seen it before. And I, I saw this on Netflix like a month ago. I thought it was so funny. So yeah, that's why I went with it. Great. Hey, I love giving recommendations to the people. So <laughs> here you go. Here's a recommendation. Let's talk initial thoughts. Good morning, Vietnam. Emmy. You're the guest. You have, to, you have to go first. Tell us, re-watching the movie, seeing the movie, what are, your, what are your initial thoughts? Okay, so initially, like I said, I love Adam Sandler movies, and this is kind of like, not your typical Adam Sandler movie, because he's, he's not actually in it. Sandler adjacent. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's a Happy Madison production film, <laughs> so I still count it as an Adam Sandler movie, and it's still like his same crew of people he likes to have in movies, Minus himself, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, just initially watching the trailer on Netflix when it first came out, like a couple months ago, I was kind of hesitant to watch it just because I was like, I don't know, David Spade's kind of old now. I don't know who this new girl is. <laughs> but my roommates and I one night were like, let's watch something new. So we turned it on and I thought it was hilarious. I rewatched it again today and I thought it was just as funny the second time as the first time. So I think it stands up. Yeah definitely back it and um i think this sh just shows why me and emmy are friends because i mean we're both big adam sandler people and grown-ups yeah th that was my pick we did on here so big ups to that as well but yeah no um in this movie's interesting i think like you said it does have a lot of the sandman's normal cast yeah without adam sandler which kind of sucks because adam sandler is usually the best part um <laughs> also i i don't know most of people's name corbin what's what's like the main girl's name uh <laughs> imdb this uh her name is lauren lapkus lapkus i know she's an snl girl and i actually think she's pretty funny this the physical comedy from her i thought was the strongest point 
Um, on the other side of the coin with David Spade, I <laughs> I don't really know. He's, he's kind of getting old, like Emmy said. He, he probably peaked around that that Joe Dirt era. Um, interesting stuff from him. I'll talk about him later. But I think in general, um, this movie's okay. It's not bad by any means, but it's probably not like great like Adam Sandler content. I think the one thing that sort of uh, is weird for me is the setting of it being in Hawaii. And I think they probably just did that because David Spade, he, he just wanted a vacation, basically, um, which I respect. But uh, there's probably really no reason to go there other than it's a cool setting to have like a comedy like this. Um, yeah, overall, I, I agree with them. I, mean, I think, uh, you know, in certain parts, it, it is pretty good comedy, a little bit romantic as well, that rom-com. But yeah, Corbin, I'll throw it over to you. What are your uh, initial thoughts? You know, I'm not as much of a Sandler person as you are, Cody, <laughs> by any means. But Amy said something. She said when she watched this movie that she saw it with like a group of people and, and friends. And I, and I got to admit, this is probably a movie that would be a lot more fun in a group setting or, or with your friends or you, you have a couple drinks or whatever. And, and then you just watch and make fun of this a little bit. I was not doing that. I was alone in my bed <laughs> watching sad. this on, on, at like 4 a.m. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, I do have a lot to say in some other categories. We'll probably get there. Uh, I agree with most of the assessments you made, you know, David Spade getting up there in age, uh, especially comparatively to the love interests you have. Yeah. Uh, you, you called it a rom-com. I, I guess so. I think it's uh, a little derivative and <laughs> <laughs> sad in comparison to what, to what rom-coms used to be. But I will say, this is kind of the space for rom-coms in, in modern movie making, like being on Netflix. I, that in terms of just like the money that they make at the box office, it just doesn't make a lot of sense for these to be like theatrically distributed movies. So for David Spain to get, you know, $10 million or whatever, and then they go make this movie in Hawaii, that's like a rom-com. And this, this is where they exist. I think it's sad because they're not as good as rom-coms used to be. But also I think that's because, good actors don't want to be in these movies anymore because they don't make money and they don't, you know, get out there. So saying but, David Spade's not a good actor. Dude, my, that, that's my initial thoughts just in general. So. <laughs> no, that's fair. And I think um, like Adam Sandler, he has like a deal with Netflix for like 20 something movies over 10 years, mm. which is crazy. So they're just pumping these out at this point, that specific like uh, production studio or whatever. But um, yeah, I think, I haven't seen all of those, to be honest. I think there's one like Murder Mystery with Jennifer Aniston. And that one's not bad, actually. The Hubie Halloween. I saw that one. That one was not, not too bad either, I thought. But yeah, I think, you know, for being one of another one of those, excuse me, I thought it was, you know, decent. But yeah. Absolutely. Let's move on to roll credits. Roll credits. Cody, why don't you take us away? <laughs> okay yeah for roll credits um i don't know too much basically i mean for this category in general i just like talking about when they actually say the title of the movie in the movie and they do that a few times um i believe obviously when you know he's talking about oh i brought the wrong missy or whatever but also in general i thought it was kind of weird um well it's a play on words obviously the wrong missy but her name's melissa and i was like how many people do i actually know whose name is melissa and I came up with like one and a half because uh, my cousin, that's her name, but nobody called her that. Like she goes by a nickname. So I feel like it's kind of weird that there's two Melissa's. Wait, how's, like, how's that one and a half? Because <laughs> it's her name, but nobody calls her that. You know do, you, do you know another Melissa? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, oh, okay. That. I thought you were saying that was the only Melissa. I was like, wouldn't that just be half a Melissa? No, no. I, yeah, I, okay. I, know some, I know one Melissa. There you go. I think I know two. Well, no. fair maybe it's like an old person name i don't know but uh yeah that's pretty much all i have for real credits to be honest not too much <laughs> uh I'll, I'll throw it over to emmy do you have anything for this category i also i always love in movies when they like say the, the title of the movie so yeah i did notice that a few times too i also so i loved the beginning scene of the movie i know this is a later like part of the podcast but that was actually like probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie and I like that in the end, the end scene is like the same as the beginning scene. I think it was just a nice way to tie it up. Um, and it was just as funny in the beginning as it was in the end. So like the same scene. So yeah, I just thought it like fit perfectly together. 
Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was going to talk about too. Just the intro, you get the basically six and a half minutes of the film where it's that opening scene, and then it you get the title sequence um, where it comes up the wrong Missy, and then you jump forward three months. So you kind of have a little bit of a prologue to start the movie, and then it ends in the same way. So definitely something cool. All right, now uh, time time for one we might spend a little bit of time on here, Cody. <laughs> so we can kind of jump back and forth. Uh, but why don't you get us started? Stupidest part. You stupid. You want me to kick it off? Oh, man. Okay. This movie. Go around, go around the room. Yeah. It is just like inherently stupid, which mm-hmm. um, it leans into as well. So um, I think it's, you know, for that sense, it's just dumb overall. But I do have a lot of specifics I do want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> first off, off the bat, I'm just going like chronologically here. Um, so on their first date, you know, she's like, she's you know, obviously a little bit out there. Uh, you could tell off the bat. Um, but the one thing that I thought was a little gross and pretty stupid is, I, I don't even know if this is accidental, but somehow her hair gets into the wine, which, you know, in itself <laughs> kind of gross. And then she just starts sucking out her hair to get all the wine out. Um, that's just disgusting to me. I don't know. I don't know if you guys agree. But that was the only part of the movie where I was like, that's kind of unnecessary. Like, that they probably could have cut that. And, you know, I wouldn't have mentioned that. But I'll, I'll start us off with a bang there, you know, a little, little wine hair. But yeah, not a fan. I'll, I'll take it next. Cause speaking of hair, what is David Spade's hair in this movie? <laughs> okay, but they do poke fun at it, which is funny. Yeah. yeah, that's the weird thing, because it's like they make this deliberate choice to give him this hair, and it's, I mean, they make reference and jokes to it because they know it looks terrible. Uh, I guess he just plays kind of a loser in this movie a little bit. That, that, that was, he, gets, he gets the girls. He does and get the girls. I think they okay, have. That, that brings me to my first stupid thing, is that <laughs> David Spade has not one, but two horses <laughs> fighting over him, one of which is extremely hot, like Miss Marilyn, I think it was, and the wrong Missy. She's pretty too. I mean, she's definitely more like David Spade's speed, but like like more realistic for the movie, I guess. But it does kind of like it's definitely reminiscent of all Adam Sandler movies, where it's kind of like the average mid tier guy gets like the A list celebrity. <laughs> and it's not it's not even like he's like trying hard or like yeah, no. showing any type of like personality. They just are like instantly like pining after. Like, why are these girls just like simping after David's paid so damn hard? And I think that's something that just made it stupid to me because I feel like in a typical Adam Sandler movie, Adam Sandler will like be super funny, and that's why the hot girls like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. David Spade literally just ran into her at the airport. And was like, <laughs> oh, I don't drink alcohol either. <laughs> that's true. Um, to bounce off that, um, the weird thing about the relationship though is the age difference i think and i didn't want to bring that up um david spade i believe is somewhere around the 50s 57 uh, is he 57 oh wow he's getting up there man and um what's her face snl girl i mean corbino you got i'm uh check this as well 36 yeah oh man (laughs) so we're doing the math here i mean david spade could easily be her father you know, if you want to push it, it could even be your grandpa. But, um, you know, the big thing I think that hurts this movie is they also have absolutely no chemistry. So um, that he's was only, he's only 21 years old. In there. He's at 30. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I thought you said 67. <laughs> hey, uh, quick mass out here. Probably not a grandpa. Um, I guess 20 years isn't that bad. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's definitely still weird, but he couldn't be your grandpa. <laughs> yeah. It, it, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're correct there. Fuck off. Um, but I think they have no chemistry. And that's the weird thing for me as like that scene where they're doing like the three-way with uh, that girl from How I Met Your Mother. Um, like it, it's sort of chemistry, but at the same time, it's I'm pretty sure it's a stunt double. So I don't really know what's going on half the time that scene. And that's like the best chemistry they have. And I'm like 90% sure it's not David Spade. Um, yeah, I, I thought just off the bat, that was like kind of off-putting for me, but I don't know. You know, it's funny. You, like you, if, go ahead, Amy. Sorry, I feel like if David Spade, David Spade played more of like a himself character, because he's a really funny person too, they might have had more chemistry, but they kind of like watered him down for the movie. Like he was funny in like small jabs, but he wasn't the typical like super funny like main character guy that he usually is. I agree with that too. And the, th- the funny thing about that is too, like 
they off the bat they're like oh you know this guy used to have a wild side or something and mm-hmm. then he takes like four shots and all he does is do like a handstand a like handstand? <laughs> <laughs> oh this guy's a party animal he can do handstands yeah if they He's let like, david spade completely swore off alcohol because i used to do handstands yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If they turned like David Spade into a party animal when he's hammered, I think it would have been a lot more fun. But yeah, I think you're right on that, Emmy. That's a good point. I want to throw it back to the just the whole three-way, not a three-way scene. (laughs) Like why? That's just so strange. And also they have the acoustic version of my neck, my back playing over (laughs) top of it. And it's just a strange scene. (laughs) Okay, I actually thought that was a really funny scene which we'll get to later, but it is weird. It is a, weird, a stupid scene. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Hey, yeah. it was a lot of choices were made, but I can appreciate some of them. It was a plot <laughs> twist. We'll put it that way. That's, I mean, yeah, I mean, or that same theme of David Spade pulls, evidently. He's, he's having a threesome <laughs> with his ex Like, what the hell is going on? This is a fever dream if I've ever seen one. David <laughs> yeah, interesting stuff. You got any more dumb parts, Emmy? Um... Okay, I didn't like the talent show. I, I felt like the whole talent show thing. I had no idea what was happening. Part, it didn't need to be a part of the movie. Like they could have completely cut out the whole, like even just the whole storyline of him and his boss. Like it just, I just felt like it wasn't necessary. It did add a layer, I guess, but I don't know. The talent show was just a little too much for me. I was kind of like, all right, let's get back to the funny stuff. Yeah, I want to like, move like continue on with that I think just like the whole construction of like the couples retreat like the setting like Hawaii is one thing but just like the setting of where they're like it it was just so convoluted throughout the entire movie and I feel like those were the worst moments for sure when it's like they're busy dealing with his boss or whatever and is Mm -hmm. has been hypnotized and then there's the weird thing on the beat like but for the most part it's just like it was a strange choice it's like oh we have to get to Hawaii how do you get to Hawaii oh work retreat couples thing i don't know yeah and with the talent show i feel like it was just thrown in at the end just because they needed something uh this movie's really not that long i think it clocks in around like 110 115 which is pretty short i feel like for for a movie in general but i think for the third act they're kind of like okay what could be this big thing where his boss is there and she has to try and help him with something and they came up with this weird like whatever that light show is where they're all in the dark suits i don't know. <laughs> like that's some american talent. Talent, like yeah. fucking 10 year old stuff <laughs> I, mean, I feel like they tried to make it into like the climax of the movie almost and i was like what the heck this just like came out of nowhere like they've only mentioned the talent show maybe twice in the movie before that scene just seemed very like thrown in thrown into the mix like randomly yeah i i watched the movie like two days ago and right before we recorded this i like pulled it back up and was like scrubbing through it and i like got to the talent show part and i was like i don't even remember this happening like (laughs) this is so strange You blocked out for that part. <laughs> I I tried to get it out of my memory, but here here we are talking about it. Uh, so I do, do you, have one. You got I some more. Another big one I do want to talk about, and um, it's more on the the physical realm of, of the movie, if you'd say. I think this but, is um, also my last one as well. Yeah. So uh, SNL girl, uh, I need to know what's her name again, Gorman. I'm sorry, <laughs> Lauren Lapkus. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren Lapkus. So evidently, she's superhuman. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. From what I saw, she either has like a metal skeleton or something's going on. Guys, she tripped off a cliff, <laughs> smacked the side, <laughs> and then smacked a tree, and then smacked the ground. So, you know, I don't even think she broke a bone. She was going out the next day, running around and stuff. I'm more impressed more than anything else, I would say. But, um, I mean, this, this has got to be like Wolverine or somebody. Uh, I'm super confused on, on how she survived this ball. Gord, how, how, how this happened, Ben? Explain it. Well, she's not the only person that takes a tumble in this film. That's true. David Spade jumps out of a window and, like, turns his ankle the opposite direction. And she just punches it back into place and he's fine. Uh, he also does a handstand off a balcony <laughs> and is fine. And then... The dude is like, dude gets punched in the face, is bleeding, has his respirator pulled out, and is in a cage underwater, and somehow yeah. survive with a shark inside the cage with him, and somehow yeah. still survives. Absolutely insane. Uh, I I can't explain it. It's 
I mean, they got to be in the matrix at this point. I, I don't understand. <laughs> There's probably something deeper here that. <laughs> That's a metaphor for something. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was my big one. I, I was like, what the hell's going on? And would you fell off that cliff? But other than that, you know, pretty solid, you know, dumb parts of the movie. But that one, I was just like, that makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Amy, did you have anything else that you thought was stupid? I feel like we touched on all the main ones. This one isn't as stupid as I thought it was just hilarious, was that she had like 20 different jobs. Yeah. Yeah, that girl was just all over the place. I feel like the hardest one too would be the hypnotist. And evidently she's she's the best at that one. <laughs> God tier at it, yeah. yeah. Like that was the most <laughs> impressive thing she did, I thought. But yeah, no, she's all over the place. Whack. Yeah, the, the last thing I had to say... Uh, some weird james patterson like uh novel product placement in this <laughs> they're just both oh. huge james patterson fans I, it's just a strange choice in book i think yeah i didn't even notice that what book yeah, was it i don't know it was just some james <laughs> patterson maybe there was another metaphor there that i missed if i yeah. read the title <laughs> they're both big fans so gotta look it up let's move on to the positive side of things with favorite scene she is very gorgeous to me i'll get us started um I think the little like meet cute with the real Melissa where they do the old switcheroo, the bags at the airport, like obviously it's tropey and stupid, but I think it's probably to me because it's not the overdone like body humor, physical humor mixed with like, like it's probably the least Adam Sandler part of the movie. And it's, <laughs> it's, but it's like funny because it's like playing off a different type of humor. Um, and kind of just being like retrospective on like ro- the romantic comedy genre as a whole. So I just enjoy that. I think it's fun. It's cute. Sure. They don't probably have a lot in common. And why is this Miss Maryland in love with David Spade? But it's just a fun scene. So to me, it's the least heinous. <laughs> nice. Emmy, go for it. Okay. I've already talked on it, like touched on it a little bit, but my two favorite scenes were the opening scene, first of all, which I feel like usually with the movie, the opening scene is kind of just like, you don't even think about it once it's over. You're like, oh, okay. I thought the opening scene was hilarious um, when she made him go up to a different couple and like pretending like it was her. I just thought that was so funny. I thought it was some shit that I would do. <laughs> so that made me laugh. And then I also really liked the threesome scene because I just thought it was so funny that it was like, it was kind of like, adding the romance into the movie like getting to that part but also mixed with a lot of humor like slapstick humor where they're like punching the girl off the bed <laughs> and she just keeps like getting kicked and like thrown to the floor I don't know why that literally made me laugh so hard so those were definitely my two favorites nice nice good picks um my favorites are like very specific moments that I thought were just funny um so the first one off the bat uh, well this one's not really a moment it's kind of scene. But um, we haven't talked about it yet, which is good. Uh, but it's on the plane trip over. And, um, you know, Missy, she's a handsy fella. I'll tell you that. But uh, <laughs> on the plane ride over, they're performing some activities. <laughs> I think just the one moment that actually is funny is when there's, like, some turbulence on the plane. And David Spade, <laughs> he starts making, uh, you know, some grunts and stuff. And, you know, it all comes out. I thought that was funny. My other scene, which I really liked, and I'm going to talk about more later, uh involves rob schneider we haven't i don't think we've talked about him either yet he, he's awesome in this movie uh not really but his one scene that i really like is when he just straight up just punches a shark i mean <laughs> i feel like you can't get much better than that um you know the shark i think did he get his boss no his boss was alive somehow i already survived and then rob schneider just comes out of nowhere sticks him in the face big fan of that i mean uh other than that though i agree with that i mean the three-way scene's decent, but I mean, Rob Schneider punching a shark, you, you can't get much better than that. Yeah. yeah, Rob Schneider is definitely a bright spot in this movie. Let's talk filmmaking. We are Full Sail University. We take dreams seriously. Cody, do you have anything for this today? I have one small thing, and I did touch on it already. It is the stunt doubles. Um, I think it's, it's it's about as bad as stunt double work as, a, as I've seen, if I'm being honest. Um, in the three-way scene specifically where Rob Schneider like slaps her accidentally it's clearly just some guy uh, who's not Rob Schneider and then the one other one that's super noticeable 
is um, when they're at the big party and he's in like the mermaid thing or whatever, and he's walking out in the ocean. It's just some guy with brown hair walking out in the ocean. And then they cut and it's back with Rob Schneider with some blonde wig. So that I was like, you could have at least tried and you know, put a blonde wig on this guy. But that was mostly what I had for filmmaking. Uh, I'll let you take it over, Teach. Uh, so today I'm going to be discussing the art of the cameo. And I think this movie has some interesting cameos in it. Uh, Cody, what are your general thoughts on like cameos in movies? I like them a lot, especially in comedies. I think they can just bring a, a weird flair of like, oh, I know that person and they're doing something stupid. But yeah, I'm a fan in general. So this movie, you know, didn't have any A-list cameos, but it, hey, it still brought them hot. So of course you get Vanilla Ice, the man himself uh, at the end playing the, the presumptive uh, fake date that uh, David Spade tries to lead her to. And then in the beginning of the movie, Roman Reigns, WWE wrestler, you know, if you're about that life, he plays the, the date who tries to fight him. Uh, so you got that. Uh, this isn't really a cameo because she is like, you know, probably like fourth or fifth build, but Adam Sandler's wife is in this movie. You can call that a cameo. Uh, also, his daughters, Sadie and Sonny, appear in the hotel lobby scene as the two girls arguing with Missy. Oh. Um, and then on top of that, throwing it back to the acoustic version of My Neck, My Back, that's actually performed by L. King, the daughter of Rob Schneider. <laughs> so that's kind of a cameo there. Wow, that's a deep cut. That's great research there, if I'm being honest. Thank you, thank you. What are your thoughts on all that, Emmy? So throwing it back to the cameo comment, I think a cameo has to be well done or else it comes off as cheesy. Mm. But I agree with you, Cody, that it does play off well in comedies because it's already supposed to be funny and it's kind of like, oh, hey, like a celebrity, they're doing something stupid. So I liked, I liked the cameos in this, and I liked that they weren't just like your typical Adam Sandler cameos as well, mixed in with the typicals. But um, yeah, I agree with what you guys have to say. Awesome. Let's move on to weird movie details trivia. Naked grandma! Naked, huh? I, have, I, I had three questions, but then one of them in the first like three minutes of this pod was given away so uh we'll just cut that uh so i I have two but one of them is pretty much impossible how many questions you got cody i have two as well about you emmy i have one and you okay so all right well uh (laughs) we'll start with cody's first all right um i believe mine are actually no mine are kind of mid-tier but we'll see um first off this is a, a very specific question and there's no multiple choice but uh, so in the first scene, the, the first date scene, what does uh, David Spade order to drink after he declines a tequila? I mean, mm, I think I, because I know that he doesn't drink alcohol. Is it is it just a oh, is it just a club soda? Yeah, I thought okay. it was just like a tonic water and lime or something. Or like, <laughs> um the the uh, exact line is a soda water so <laughs> and that's that's why i remembered it because i don't think i've ever heard anybody say that i i, I feel like you're both pretty much correct uh if I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i was kind of getting it confused i watched have you, cody have you ever seen 21 no i mean have you seen that yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is that they they i first of all i don't like that movie kevin spacey i love movie. that movie <laughs> but <laughs> the whole thing is they're like oh order a club soda with lime and make it or tonic water with lime because it make it looks like you're drinking but Uh, it's not i just and i just watched that so that was my connection uh i'll move on uh my first question that got stolen was i was just gonna ask you guys what the name of adam sandler's production company is i mean there's no choices i figured you guys would know it but yeah just switch it up so my second question is piggybacking off that which of these is not a happy madison film mm. so got some choices for you paul blart mall cop uncut gems grown-ups 2 the longest yard joe dirt paul blart cody what do you think oh man was uncut jobs a fucking happy <laughs> madison <laughs> no way surely not uh, either uncut gems or paul blart yeah, that that is true. I don't. I feel like Paul Blart wasn't either. 
I'm going to go with uncut gems just to be different. It is uncut gems. Let's go. <laughs> uh, He's done a lot of Kevin. He did the new Netflix Kevin Spacey, the the home team movie. Oh, the... He did Here Comes the Boom. Not not Kevin Spacey, Kevin James. He does a lot of the Kevin James movies. So fair. Good get there. All right, Emmy, what was what was your question? Okay. You guys still might be able to, I this still might trick you. So okay. my question was how many, how many of Adam Sandler's relatives are in this film? And I didn't give choices. And I especially should it now because you already gave it away, partially. Yeah, that's true. Well, to, be, to be fair, I, I would have not gotten this right. Um, I knew that was his wife, but I had no idea those were his kids. Uh, and according to Corbino, I believe you said there were, there were two of them, right? <laughs> what did I, well, my did, answer's three. My did you listen? My answer's, my answer's three, too. I do fear, partially, that maybe I didn't do enough research. And that there's another one that I missed. That would somebody's in it. That would really suck. But I'm gonna say three as well. Cody. Oh, I'm definitely saying three. Yeah. Well, you guys are both wrong. I stole to you. It's four. Yeah. So <laughs> you said this is two kids, which just make a brief cameo, and then his wife, which I actually the whole movie did not know it was his wife until I was like thinking of questions, and I looked up who the cast was, and I was like, oh, I had no idea that was her, and then some random guy Stuart he was like kind of like the assistant for the boss you know who I'm talking about he like brought him a drink in the pool oh yeah that he's also one of Adam Sandler's relatives I think it's his cousin or something or his nephew wow so that's great research I would never guess it's the guy who he keeps punching the coffee out of his his hand right? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I failed on research Cody what's your what's your second question my second question actually had, um, is in line with uh, a couple of you guys. It's about the Happy Madison production company. And mm-hmm. um, when that flashes on the screen, basically, to, to spell it out for our viewers, it's like a golf ball gets hit and it's like a, a smash. And then some guy pops up and he says something. Mm-hmm. Um, and my question is to you guys, what does he say? And I do have options, actually. So three mm-hmm. options here. What does the weird guy say? Does he say? Oh, one option. Oh, does he say driven does he say terrific does he say perfect in that exact voice <laughs> Emmy, go for it. which one terrific terrific corbin what are you thinking well emmy sounds pretty sure so <laughs> i could be wrong i really could i i whatever the first one was i don't think it's that what'd you say driven like a yeah. golf, golf not, ball? not driven i driven. thought he said i think he said i'm happy gilmore um good one <laughs> that could be your answer if you want <laughs> it's probably just as likely to be right as whatever i guess um no i'll, I'll go terrific i'll i'll stick with emmy well boring answer but uh yeah that is correct emmy really knows her stuff i think for, for the- i love adam sandler movies <laughs> right Two for Ride, two. Riding her coattails to yeah. <laughs> victory. My question, this one's almost impossible, but what is the final line of the movie? And I know you guys won't get it, but I just think it's a fun little piece of trivia. So, Oh. Are there options? No. Oh, of course not. Because then I would have had to write options. Okay, maybe we can tag team this. So I think technically there's like a scene in the middle of the credits. Okay, where it's, it's not that. If there's a scene in the middle of the credits. Rob Schneider's nah. on a boat. Okay, I, I didn't watch that far. I I closed out very quickly. So Cody, the movie ends. They're back in the restaurant, and uh, they're not the kids. Is it? It's either him asking, and she looks at the rose, or it's something Vanilla Ice says when he's like, "Maybe you got, maybe he'll join us." You guys keep talking. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out what the uh, mid credits line is. Okay, it's something like uh, this is a long way to California or something. But yeah, I think it might be Vanilla Ice. Would they, would they give him the last line of the movie? I don't know. Mm. It was like it was like not a chance, buddy, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's right. I I say we definitely go for that because then they just start making out, yeah, and then it like, it like pans back. So they they kiss, it pans back, and yeah. then there's a line <laughs> from somebody in the crowd, kind of. Because they're making out and there's music, and then it like pans out and the music stops and it's really funny and awkward. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, You're right. There is something else. I just don't know what it is. I don't remember. It's probably some random character saying something. It's probably a throwback joke. 
Scorpion will tell us. Just some, dude, just some dude said, I got a chai smoothie for JJ. <laughs> oh, how do we not get that? <laughs> you have never guessed that. And I you just think about that for a long time. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out what the final line is. What do you think of this, Cody? Oh. oh, it's something like, well, they're on a boat. And he's like, how far away is it to here? And it's like, oh, it's 13 days. And then he says, no, it's like 13 months or something. Something like that. He's like 12 days, 12 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> the final line is when the sun sun goes down, you can tug all you want. So, oh, well, we were wrong again, Cody. You guys just yeah, you guys don't know anything about this film. Over two there. Tough. All right, I can think of, I can think of one extra little trivia. Question. Oh, okay. Oh, I like it. Here we okay. go. You know, Missy has her machete that she carries around in her purse. What yeah. does she name it? What is she? What? I'm sorry. Name it. What's her machete's name? She talks oh. times. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, it's like Jim- Jimmy. Little helper. How about I give you some <laughs> options? I'll give yeah, you like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll know when I hear it. <laughs> I definitely won't. Sarah, Sheila, or Marissa. Oh man. I guess it's not Marissa because it's too close to Melissa, but. That could be why it's called that. Sheila. I'll say it's Sarah. Sheila. It's Sheila. Oh, my. <laughs> nice try, though, Cody. Yeah. Uh, not my day for trivia. <laughs> Throwing up dubs, but uh, yeah, tough. Should have gone with Sheila. Let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Who can act? Wow. Cody, take it away. Who can act? Yeah. A uh, bit of a sparse category, I'd say here. Um, not the best acting I, I just threw out. Um, I do have a couple honorable mentions. There's nobody I'm really going to pick. But uh, the first one, off the bat, Rob Schneider. Like I said before, him punching the shark. That's pretty much all he brings, but that's good enough for me. And then, um, secondly, it's, uh, what's her name? Sarah something. The SNL girl. What's her name, Gordon? Lauren <laughs> Lauren Lauren okay I got it now um I think she's actually pretty funny in some parts her her physical comedy I would say is the best comedy in this movie um like I said before the the chemistry is a little bit off her interactions with you know most of the other cast a little bit off but I mean that is her character so I'd say out of all the actors she probably is the toughest job um I wouldn't say she does it you know you know, good or, or great or anything, but I think she is funny in part, so I'll pick her. Lauren. Yeah, I also have her in my Who Can Act. Uh, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I think her character is, is probably the most interesting, but she also has, like, the most hard work to do, so she, she's definitely putting in the most effort, and, and I, I think it works for the most part, so. Emmy, who you got? I actually had the exact same thing. I thought the girl that plays Missy did the best job, simply because she had the hardest job she was funny throughout the whole thing and she didn't really ever I don't know I don't really watch her on SNL so I don't know if that's her typical kind of comedy I'm sure it probably is but I just thought she was funny throughout the whole thing and I also Cody I also had Rob Schneider and what I was gonna say is I just wish we had more of him because I think he's hilarious I think he's it's funny that he can play someone so different in like all of Adam Sandler's movies and yeah I just wish we had he more is of him. He is basically playing the same guy that he is in Fifty First Dates. Okay, that's true. That <laughs> that's is, true. but I like it. I he's also my second person for. Who I think that's also why I wish we had more of him because I love him in that movie. So yeah. Also in Fifty First Dates, you know, he had all all of his fingers. In this one, he he just got. But they were both the attacked by a shark. Yeah, I that know, was actually yeah. my favorite part um, yeah. about Rob Schneider's his like hang loose. Yes. <laughs> I agree. That's his best character quality by far. And yeah, I think he's only in there for like 10 minutes, which I yeah, mean, he just makes it. and then he he also is um putting the weed hair growth yeah. on his boobs. So there's that too. <laughs> that I I don't know how he missed that for dumbest part, but <laughs> I, I've never heard of that. Have you Cody ever also weed toothpaste? What the hell is that? Yeah, I they were know. brushing. We did forget that for stupidest moments. <laughs> yeah, I back to Bobby Schneider. Good guy. Corbino, let's. I want to hear you rip somebody apart here. Who can't act? That's my opinion. Um, honestly, like I think everybody's just kind of on the same like below average level, but okay. nobody's like. There's not anything too horrendous here. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to give shouts to my to my girl Jackie Shan- Sandler. She just seems really out of place in this movie. Like, I just don't think because everyone at least like is actors and like does good acting. I just don't think Jackie Sandler's a good actor, and I think she uh, kind of is. I don't know. Every t- every scene she's in is a little distracting. So I completely. I had the same exact thing, Corbin. I did not like her in this movie. I thought they could have done without her. Um, yeah, she was not my favorite. Yeah, no, I agree. And um, that was the one person I, I did want to rip apart a lot. <laughs> um, she has a scene in Grown Ups. I don't know if you guys remember it, but um, it's the uh, oh, what's the name of that Italian food? Don't fucking know. Uh, the fat guy's her husband at the basketball game. Yeah. She's like, yeah, whatever. But I think she's atrocious in this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not really anything in the script. It's not really her character. It's sort of just not believable when when she talks. Mm-hmm. So. I don't enjoy that too much, but um, I did want to shout out Stella from How I Met Your Mother as well. Um, probably not her fault. Again, she's in it for like ten minutes. But uh, Elliot scene- from Scrubs. Sure, haven't seen it. Uh, but the one scene that sticks out to me is where they're at, like the picnic tables, and and uh, David Spade and uh, Lauren are really getting along, and she's just like sitting over with her husband, like being all pouty and stuff. I thought that was pretty bad as well. But yeah, no, no, Jackie uh, Sandler, you know, she's getting recast, obviously, but yeah, get her, get her the hell out of this movie. I thought <laughs> she was terrible. Yeah, my, uh, my other person was also Sarah Chalk, the person you're talking about. Oh, nice. But not even because I think she's like terrible in this movie. I just think like this movie's beneath her. <laughs> like, <laughs> like why? Because <laughs> like you said, you know, she's a decent TV actress, was obviously in a little bit of How I Met Your Mother, was on Scrubs for nine years. Uh, I don't know. I just think this movie is a strength. It's kind of weird that this is her career. She's playing like this weird bit ex-girlfriend part in mm-hmm. a David Spade movie on Netflix. Yeah. I didn't think she was really that good in How I Met Your Mother, I, I don't think. But um, I mean, her and Josh Radnor, I wouldn't say are the high quality actors in that show. But fair enough. I haven't seen Scrub, so maybe she's getting that. Amy, do you have anybody else? No, I really just had Miss Barracuda. The Barracuda. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's not good. I forgot that was her name. Oh my god. Yeah, they never really said her real name. They just called her the Barracuda. <laughs> Very strange. Um, Jackie Sindler as Jess, also known as the Barracuda. There we go. Mm-hmm. The recast. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Amy, why don't you get us started? Who do you, who do you want to see in this movie instead? So I was going to recast the Barracuda. And I would actually love to see Steve Buscemi as the Barracuda instead. <laughs> I think it would have added a whole different level of comedy to, like, I feel like I would have cared so much more about the whole work environment plotline if it was Steve Buscemi instead of Jackie Sandler. And he's also just a classic part of the Sandler movies, so I think it would have been great to see him. Steve Buscemi with the skateboard. Yeah. That's what I want. I bag it. No, that's a great pick, I think. And it fits right in with the, you know, Happy Madison and everything. So no, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, I, I'm also replacing um, Jackie Sandler. I didn't uh, come up with Steve Buscemi, which is tough. So I have some pretty terrible picks, but I think they're funny. So first off, Salma Hayek, I think she would actually be decent in that role. Mm-hmm. But my main pick is Amanda Bynes. Um, and I want, like, peak Amanda Bynes. Not, I don't know what she's doing today, obviously. Probably not much. But, um, you know, give me the OG Amanda Bynes. What's that soccer movie called? I, dude, my brain is right. Yeah, yeah, she's the man. Give me that Amanda Bynes in this role. So I want a younger side. I think it's the Barracuda. I think she could really, you know, come off as more of that menacing give us more of an antagonist i think in this movie uh mm-hmm. which would be fun but um yeah a little, little throwback and just make the cast a little bit younger as well um what do you think the last movie. what do you think the last film amanda Bynes was in was it was 12 years ago 12 years ago oh uh i don't even have a guess i don't know any of her movies iconic 2010 comedy female led was it uh easy a Easy A, last time she acted in anything. Wow. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Rip. She's she's still alive, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I 
I can't speak on, she's had a lot of mental health, substance abuse yeah. problems. Uh, I don't know how she's doing. Hopefully she's doing okay. <laughs> she is alive. So that's good. That's that. all that matters. Hit me, Gorbito, what you got? <laughs> Move swiftly on. Um, so I, I have one main one and it's not, not Jackie Sandler. I'm, I'm attacking the big man himself right in front. David Spade, you're donezo, buddy. And uh, I wanted to go younger. I wanted to go cuter. And I got to go Zac Efron as the lead in this movie. Uh, a little bit more age appropriate. He's just more fun, you know, bring a little youth to the show. He's still blonde. He's got hair. It's long. Uh, yeah, Zac Efron, former teen heartthrob, going into a little romantic comedy on Netflix in 2020. I could see it happening. Not super... I not super buff Zach Efron maybe you know lose the mu- a little bit of the over the top muscle but I think it, I think it'd work what do you think guys I just thought of one similar to what you're saying but not as cute mm. what's the guy's name who is one of the main characters in workaholics and he's also a comedian um oh my gosh what is his name mm. um, skip me I'm gonna think of his name but he would be so good instead of David Spade are you talking about Adam Devine <laughs> Yes, I think he'd be so funny. The guy from Pitch Perfect, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah I can see that. That's a little bit more like you know, common looking. Like he's still you know attractive, yeah. but he's not you know Zac Efron looking. I think he'd be funnier than David Spade in this, though. I mean, that's pretty easy. But uh, <laughs> he's, he's no Zac Efron, that's for sure. But um, yeah, my second pick, I'm actually replacing Rob Schneider, um, which mm. is a little bit out of left field. I did have a couple of people I, I had in mind. Um, first off, just obviously Dave Batista. Uh, seeing that guy with only Naturally. two fingers. Yeah, seeing him with only two fingers, I think would, would be pretty cool. But uh, my main pick is actually the Sandman himself, mm. Adam Sandler. Where is Adam Sandler in this movie? Um, that's my main question. I think Rob Schneider maybe has some of the best jokes, so he might as well give them to you know the main man himself. But I at least want a cameo from Sam in this movie. And if he's going to have like a more extended role, you might as well just throw him into that. Like that's decent. So yeah, bring me the Sam, man. Where's he at? Probably working on something better. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he was recording lines for Hotel Transylvania 4. I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard to say. <laughs> that was the only person I had to recast. I mean, I guess you already said a second one. So why don't we move on yeah. to... Uh, our ratings you're gonna look at me and you're gonna tell me that i'm wrong am i wrong uh, we'll start with emmy because we want to start on a positive note and maybe well, i gave this like a 40 um that's respectable. It's not, definitely not my favorite movie like i obviously have movies that i enjoy better than this one but i thought it would be a fun one to talk about it was an easy watch which is like honestly what I enjoy about it the most it was quick like Cody said I think it's like an hour 15 or something um and it like keeps you invested pretty much the whole time I don't think there were any points in the movie where I was bored um I got a few good laughs and it was really fun to watch with friends so it was a good movie not my favorite but I didn't think it was bad all right Cody what are you thinking um you know I feel like comedies I I think we've talked about this in the past but I feel like they're one of the harder ones to rank um out of 69 i'm gonna go with a 34 i think that's fair um you know it's not on the low low end it's not like chicken little territory here (laughs) (laughs) i think this is a a mid-tier happy madison production i wouldn't say it's you know anywhere near the worst anywhere near the best somewhere in the middle like i was saying before some of the physical comedy I'm a sucker for. That's probably just me and Emmy, though. But um, yeah, overall, I think, like she said, you know, tight script, sort of, you know, interesting plot at times. And um, yeah, 34. Oh, uh, I'm going to be giving this movie a cap low, the lowest score of all time on cap. <laughs> a, a nine out of 10, or a nine out of 69. Come on now, Corbett. <laughs> Listen, Cody gave Cody gave oh, Chicken wow. Little a ten. Uh, I think his the amount he despises that movie is. I, I despise this movie more. I I think it's fun to talk about for sure, but 
uh, I will never watch this film again. <laughs> <laughs> and I will probably uh, forget about it shortly thereafter. Um, in comparison to other Netflix films, definitely does not stand up. I ended up giving this like one star on Letterboxd. Um, in comparison, definitely near the bottom of the list. Definitely the worst thing I think that I personally have seen on the podcast. Um, but also not not the worst Netflix film by any means. I said it was uh, the worst. No, no, no. I said it's at the bottom. Uh, <laughs> but not the not the worst of the worst. You know, it's not the he's all that or or, or love hard or or red notice even. So those are all terrible movies. So. That's good. Also, just to point out, I gave a chicken little a half star on on Letterboxd. So <laughs> well, your scoring system makes less sense. I don't know. <laughs> so technically, chicken little still below. That, I don't know how t- I don't know how half star is ten. I also just want to say for a Netflix original comedy, this is pretty good for me. It's just a little bit. I mean, when Corbin's pointed out, like he's all that love hard. I think he really, really despises those movies. And I mean, technically, according to his scale, like this is higher. So that's fair. I'll take to all the boys I've loved. Part three, also a worst movie. The woman in the window, Amy Adams, also a worst movie. Army of the dead. Also, those are the only movies that are worse though. (laughs) (laughs) it's not a long list at least he's better than he's all that i'll take that addison ray could never you know put her in for the jackie sandler role now there's something that's like i would kind of want to see that make her the villain make her the bad guy i like it she could play the wrong missy i don't back that (laughs) well that concludes our discussion on uh whatever the fuck this movie's called Uh, i've already forgotten about it (laughs) i've moved on it's out of my head <laughs> we have a pod rhythm so this is uh cody what is it season three season three <laughs> season three new thing uh i'm gonna draw a card randomly here from this list and we each have 30 seconds to discuss it so uh we'll we'll see what we got here the card i don't know what that is sometimes we get we get a skip don't we cody oh, oh we're, gonna t- we're gonna talk about rocky here we go oh and since we have a guest, we'll be nice to the guest. We won't take anything away from her. What are your thoughts on Rocky, Emmy? You guys are going to hate me, but I've never seen Rocky. <laughs> but I have seen the Creed movies. Mm. Oh. If what, that what, counts. Yeah, what do you and think I about really those? Like and I really like the Creed movies, and I like Michael B. Jordan. So I'm sure Rocky is probably a better, more classic version of that. But I'll have to give it a watch, I guess. Rocky Balboa. There's like the thing about him though, there's like eight of them. There's too many to watch. Yeah. Cody, your turn. What do you got? I was gonna say you want me to go. Uh, uh, I, I think Rocky the original, definitely good, good flick. I believe it won the best picture. Um, and yeah, going on, I mean, like you said, the franchise off of it, pretty insane. Um, I believe Rocky three is just fighting Hulk Hogan. Rocky four, he's fighting the entire country of Russia. And then, you know, we move on to the new Creed movies, which I actually think are pretty good and, and well-directed, well-acted. Mm-hmm. I believe Stallone was probably robbed of an Oscar, funny enough, for uh, supporting Roland Creed. But, I mean, in general, the, the first one's good, the next three. Camp, after that, I don't even know. There's, there's probably, like you said, eight or nine. Time. I've probably seen four. Uh, I think there's technically five Rocky movies plus Rocky Balboa, so that's six plus two Creed. So I think there's eight. Um, okay. I've never seen any of them. So there's eight movies I haven't oh. seen right there. Uh, I think it's kind of like James Bond. I don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely an undertaking. I've seen Real Steel, which is kind of like Rocky, but with robots. Yeah. Um, it has the exact same ending. So I do know that. I know how Rocky ends. Uh, but here's what I'll say. Creed 3 is coming out, uh, directed by Michael B. Jordan. No Ryan Coogler anymore, which is going to hmm. be interesting. And Jonathan Majors is also in it, who I like a lot. And that dude is absolutely yeah. shredded for this film. So uh maybe i'll finally maybe creed three is where i start <laughs> just start at the end and work your way back i like it <laughs> and finally the last part of the podcast recommendations what have we been into i drink your milkshake i drink it up cody get us started what have you been into yeah i got my regular two wrecks um First off, well, we can just start with Survivor talk. Okay, yeah, talk Survivor. Emmy, you're right, a Survivor yeah. fan? I am, but I haven't been able to watch recent seasons because of grad school, unfortunately. Oh. But Cody knows I yeah, an OG Survivor fan. I love it. Very true. Yeah, and uh, you're, you're really not missing too much with this this season, to be honest. Yeah. But um, yeah, episode four came out. 
it was decent. I'll just talk a little gameplay. Um, Swatty was voted out, which I actually kind of liked her, which is kind of tough, but second vote out of the tribe. And basically, she just went around to everybody saying, oh, you're my number one ally. You're my number one ally. Yeah. And then, who would have thought? You know, they all come together and be like, hey, did Swati say you're her number one? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, you got to go. Like, that's bad, bad gameplay. But, I mean, like I said, decent episode. They got to do a switch or something or merge earlier. I feel like this season's kind of just dragging on at this point. There's but... barely anybody. I mean, yeah, there's like four people in each yeah, I don't know. I think we got to get a merge or something. No, the, the tribes are tiny. And just go two tribes or, or just merge. Do something, Jeff. I mean, we're, we're out here fucking watching Survivor every week, and this is what we're getting. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. I, I was shit-talking last season um, the entire way through, and then the finale, I had fucking, like, a mental awakening, and it, it was really fucking good all of a sudden. So, <laughs> who knows? It's Survivor. But, um <laughs> So far, it can always get good. It, like something random can happen, and all of a sudden, it's your favorite season. You never know. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, Corbin. Did you, I'm assuming you watched the, the fourth episode, right? I did. I did watch it uh, in preparation. Uh definitely not as good as the third episode. Like you said, I think the ending was just kind of lame. She definitely fucked that over, fucked herself over, and misplayed that pretty poorly. Uh, our boy, uh, whatever the hell his name is, Jonathan. That <laughs> dude again, just taking his entire tribe, putting him on his back, carrying a boat in water by himself with two people in it <laughs> the other chick couldn't even keep up with him swimming yeah. uh i mean he's probably gonna get voted out very like as soon oh. as they merge but he has to he has to but yeah that guy's ridiculous yeah dude's a beast uh thing that's crazy the third tribe you know are they ever gonna look for an idol are they ever gonna find the damn third thing because it's the stupid construction that they'd have bring back from last season where yeah you know, you, you find two pieces of it, but all three tribes have to find it for it to work. Like, is the third person ever going to find it? Like, I don't know. It's strange. At this point, I don't know. And the funny thing is, um, what's her face? She just keeps saying that. And the one dude won't even say it. Yeah. So she looks like the only idiot and that's like her character anyway. She's like this high energetic, always saying something weird. And she just keeps doing this one thing. And everyone in her tribe knows she has it too. You know, survivor, survivor bring us a merge bring us something but um my other wreck which i did want to talk about briefly as well game of thrones got through season six and uh oh man oh man uh <laughs> i'll tell you what man uh this might be the most death i've ever seen on screen <laughs> oh tough stuff uh just give you the rundown see you to the church everybody in the church adios uh they got nuked basically hi sparrow see you tyrell see you the king he'll just jump off the fucking building adios um season six good stuff season five not the best i don't think uh in the grand scheme season six was a slow burn the last two episodes are so fucking good uh the battle of the bastards it's just a fucking it's like a 40 minute long just battle it's brutal but it's so well made um and yeah i'm on season seven I, daenerys just needs to get to to westeros dude like it's literally been like six and a half seven seasons of television do you know how many hours I've watched of the show and like the main character almost hasn't interacted with anybody else in the show. So that's kind of tough. I wish she would have came a lot, you know, sooner, but supposedly she's coming now, but um, yeah, Game of Thrones, good fucking stuff, dude. That That's definitely my record of the week. What episode are you on? Did you say? I believe I'm on season seven, episode three. Is seven a lot or is there eight? Well, there's eight, but okay. It's everybody's- like, half a season right yeah everybody says it's terrible so yeah I don't know. okay i got you uh emmy what what have you been into you got anything to recommend to the people so i've got two tv shows and a movie i just finished watching the second season of bridgerton which is kind of basic of me but it was so good me and my roommates watched it in two days like i thought it was really good but better, or, better or worse than the first season <sighs> better in certain ways worse in certain ways tell uh, us about it talk to Talk to us. This is a podcast. What's going on? <laughs> so the first season, it's I think its biggest flaw was that after the main characters got married, it kind of like dropped off for an episode or two, where this one did a way better job of like keeping the tension all the way up until the very last episode. But the only drawback of that is that at times you're kind of like, oh my God, gets to the point. Like, when are they going to get together? But it made the last episode that much better. So I'll say that. It's like Cody uh, waiting for Daenerys to finally fucking show up. Yeah. Like, is it ever going to happen? Yes, yeah. exactly. 
Uh, my second recommendation is I've been watching Ted Lasso as well. Oh um, yeah, love this. It's so good. Like I, so the first episode I watched, I was like, okay, like I don't really get what the hype is about. And then as you keep watching, you're just like, it has so many layers. Like I've never seen a show with so many layers to it. Like I can't even really um, like put it into a certain category, I guess, which is what I like about it. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts on Ted Lasso? I don't think Cody's seen it, but the writing, I mean, I've talked about it on the show before. The, the writing is incredible. It's, it's so mm-hmm. smart. So funny. Like you said, it's, it's more than just a comedy. There's some really great like romance and drama and like, adult type themes and dealing yeah, with grief and loss and and you know breakups and stuff um it's it's just really incredible and it's performance a lifetime from jason sudeikis and it makes yeah. you like soccer and i hate soccer so yeah no i totally agree i've never been a soccer person but after watching it i'm like maybe i should get into it exactly <laughs> and then it's probably because I, they show none of the game on, yeah on actually, <laughs> they just show the drama so <laughs> okay and then my third recommendation is a movie which you guys might have seen ads for it's a hulu original movie it just came out i want to say last month and it's kind of like a psycho thriller horror movie it's called fresh have you guys seen anything about it yeah i I watched this this is gonna be something i'm talking about sebastian stan right yeah yes it starts sebastian stan which is super hot and (laughs) i just love the movie because i honestly i wasn't gonna watch it because i don't like scary movies but my sister forced me to watch it with her and I'm glad that she did because it's, I don't even know if I would put it. In it's not really scary. Yeah. Movie. It's more of a psycho thriller is what I would call it. And there's honestly like little glimpse of comedy in there too, which I really liked. There's some gory scenes, but the cinematography was what I liked the most about it. I just thought it was a really cool movie. Kind of like 1970s psycho thriller, like serial killer movie, but in modern day, which was cool to me. That's cool. I, the one thing I've seen from that movie, uh, I've just seen it on TikTok, is like that one dancing, which is, I, I don't know, like in the context of the movie, if it's good, but I really like that. I don't know why it's fucking dope, but yeah. It's also just cool. It's a cool movie because you kind of like, they don't reveal too much about what the characters are thinking. Like, there's just so many different parts of the movie where you're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, you don't know what's going to happen, which I really like in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's extremely well acted. There's a lot of moments, like like you said, where they kind of just leave you to like be in the moment with the characters and just like it, hang on them. And there may not even be a lot, ton of dialogue, but there's just like a ton of emotion. Um, I don't want to say too much about it. I mean, obviously, I think a lot of people have the general idea, but I think the less you know, the better um, when going in. So uh, I, I would definitely say check it out. It, it, it was a lot of fun. And um, yeah both really solid uh, i also watched 21 like i mentioned earlier uh and i was just not a fan of that movie i think it's just really poorly written and poorly constructed and, yeah uh also watched another hulu movie uh called no exit which is again kind of in that thriller horror genre um it's about basically a, a girl who ends up stranded at a, a rest stop and then she finds that somebody that she's with at the rest stop has kidnapped a child in their car and then you know hijinks ensue uh it's also got the all-state guy in it like the you know the, the black guy you're in good hands all-state <laughs> he's he's one of the actors in the film uh, which is just really funny um so yeah it also just like a, a short same thing with like fresh just like a pretty short movie thriller watch it when you have fun um i would recommend both those also argo best picture winner yeah I saw it was on Netflix. I, I haven't seen it. I do want to check that out. Back on Netflix. Uh, I think I saw it like back when it came out and haven't seen it since. Um, it's about movies and political espionage in the 70s. I mean, yeah. that two things that I love. It's like a CIA movie about like filmmaking at the same time in a Middle Eastern country. So, um, and honestly, like looking back, it, it addresses things in a way that I was kind of surprised that like a 2012 Ben Affleck movie about our interventions in the Middle East would handle some of those things. Um, I think it does a pretty good job of being honest about like the fact that a lot of this was the United States fault. Uh, and then the last one, Hell or High Water. Uh, I know you're a pretty big fan of that movie, Cody. Uh, yeah. it, d- decent heist film, bit of a Western. Um, of course, you have uh, Jeff Bridges being Jeff Bridges, just old as shit with a cowboy hat on. So yeah, if you want to see that, check that out. And Chris Pine. I think, I think Jeff Bridges is unbelievably good in that movie but i think overall it's all right chris pine's fun 
the movie like the plot itself is just kind of eh. yeah i agree there's some good moments though like uh spoiler but jeff bridges sniping that guy and then yeah the ending is pretty pretty strong and uh his partner getting killed like that was tough but good flick i like it yeah that's that is all my recommendation oh and then episode three of atlanta if you, if you haven't watched atlanta check atlanta out it's one of the one of the best things in tv and uh it's so creative it really each episode and I've, donald glover has talked about this but like he just wanted to make a bunch of short films and that's kind of what each episode is it's like its own little short film and it doesn't have to play into the realm of like the overarching story all the time they could do an opening episode where they don't even see the any of the main characters until the last like two minutes of it um but check out atlanta it's great um and i can't recommend it uh, more highly I haven't seen it, but it's, it sounds like it's sort of just BoJack Horseman in, in real life. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a little bit of BoJack. It's a little bit of like, uh, I know he's described it as like curb your enthusiasm with rappers. Um, and I, I think it's a lot of fun. So those are my recs. Amy, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Finally yeah. got you here. <laughs> Glad to have you. Me. I had so much fun, you guys. Seriously. Thank, I've been waiting, like I said, since day one to be a guest <laughs> on the show. So when I got the message from Cody asking me to be on, I was pretty jacked about it. So. Yeah, no. And I think this was a really fun episode. Uh, I hope people give it a chance, even if it's a movie they haven't seen, because I think it's a good one for people. No, I mean, really appreciate you coming on, obviously. <laughs> and, uh, you know, had to get our number one fan on the pod. But you know, <laughs> I think it was a fun episode. And, and I think that's what we we're going for. So I'm jacked and uh, appreciate it. Yeah, I think we'll just keep having people on the podcast and tell them that they're our number one fan. But We'll just keep yeah, telling it to different people. It so I'm pretty sure we said the same thing to Aiden. Okay. Oh, that, that that if there's a bigger fan than me, it probably is Aiden. <laughs> yeah. That's Aiden, fair. Hey, Aiden's been lacking in the fandom. So, yeah. Well, Emmy, Aiden got Emmy, Cody Emmy, microphone. So, you're on. That is true. He <laughs> that did is buy a the, big plus. <laughs> he big did plus. buy the mic. I guess that for life, that probably secures. <laughs> that, solidity, that solidifies him. <laughs> okay. If you listen this far, thank you for listening. Emmy, again, thanks for coming on. We'll catch you guys next in the next one. Stay capping. Stay capping. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul.